Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, July 15th edition. Got a 10-game slate on tap for you tonight. Hope everybody had a great weekend and enjoyed some time to relax, have some fun, and get ready for another week of MLB DFS action. And we got a fun one for you. First off, go check out thequantedge.com. The football is ramping up all the best ball information. You got preseason just around the corner. And right now, special deal with promo code Bubba. If you buy the football package, the season package, for $149.99, you get the rest of MLB for free. Free 99. You get it for free with promo code Bubba. If you don't want the football package, but you want some baseball, you can get the rest of the MLB season for only $49.99 with promo code Bubba. But I recommend that football package. Get you through the football season, get you the rest of baseball. Quite the deal over there at thequantedge.com, promo code Bubba. If you give a rating and review on iTunes for the podcast, I'd really appreciate it. It would help me out a ton, and it would mean a lot to me. Okay, let's do it. Totals on the slate. Dodgers, Phillies, 9.5. Rays, Yankees, 8.5. Tigers, Indians, 10. Blue Jays, Red Sox, 11. Reds, Cubs, waiting on that total, but it's likely going to be high because the wind is blowing out the center at 13 miles an hour. And the weather is hot in Chicago, so I'm guessing double digits in that one as well, even though I have really two really good pitchers in that one. So that'll be quite interesting. Braves, Brew Crew, 10.5. White Sox, Royals, 8.5. Pirates, Cardinals, 8.5. Wind blowing in in St. Louis from right field about 13 miles an hour in that one. Chigantes, Rockies, game two of a double dip. Waiting on the starters on that one should be Derek Rodriguez and Chichi Rod- or, and Chichi Rodriguez. So it should be a lot of offense there in game two of that double dip in Coors. Another high total likely. And then Astros, Angels waiting on that one as the Angel, or the Astros are going to use. Looks like Josh James to open and Framberg Valdez to come in behind him. So we'll wait and see there. All right, let's get crack a lacking. Got some pitching for you here. We're going to do 9K and above. We'll kick it off with Lucas Giolito, 11200 bucks at the Kansas City Royal. He's faced the Royals four times this year, 34 Ks and 25 innings pitched. He's averaging over 29 points per appearance against the Royals. Lately, it's been a little rocky for him. Against the Cubs, six earned and four innings pitched, not good. Pitched great against the Twins, a little rocky at Boston, rocky at the Cubs, but then was the stretch of just pure dominance. So his last four starts, one good start out of the last four. Been a little rocky for him, but maybe Kansas City will be the thing that cures him here. KC striking out over 22% of the time. Giolito over a 30% strikeout rate. So lots to like in that one. Kansas City's got a four-team total. Lefty's 253, righty's 292. It's expensive at 11-2 with Lucas Giolito, but he's my top-priced option if you go all the way to the top. Go a little cheaper, $500 cheaper, and you get Clayton Kershaw, 10-7. Kershaw keeps getting it done. Seven innings, six hits, no earned six Ks. Last time he faced Philly for 24 DraftKings points. He's been better on the, at home than on the road this season. But he keeps getting stronger as the season goes on. Um, so it, it's, it's a GPP play only because Philadelphia can be sneaky. But at the same time, very, very intriguing with one Clayton Kershaw in this matchup versus Philadelphia. Um, you have a Phillies team with a 4.35 team total. So a very, very intriguing play there with Kershaw at 10-7. Going a little farther down now, weather... Could change my thoughts on this, but Kyle Hendricks at 9500 bucks at home against Cincinnati was very intriguing. Hendricks has made two starts. He's coming off the IL, three Indians, four Indians. He's got 55 pitches, then 86 pitches. The rain should be off for today. It's not a great play. It's a GPP play, but the biggest thing is look for that Coors hangover. A lot of teams, when they leave Coors, that next game is rough. Now with the wind blowing out and it being warm, that could help him them out quite a bit, but 
The Reds strike out 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Hendricks at 21.5% K rate, almost 42% ground ball rate. Lots to like in that one. And when you look at this, lefty's 319, righty's 303, and the Reds have a 308 Woba versus right-handed pitching, which is very average at best. They do have a 190 ISO, which is very, very good, but the Woba is bad, and Hendricks makes for an interesting GPP play at 9,500. Last but not least, James Paxton, 9,300 bucks at home against the Tampa Bay Rays. I respect the hell out of the Rays. People are going to be all happy and hoppy about them, and they're a good team, but they also just face Baltimore. Baltimore has the worst pitching staff on the planet. So keep that in mind. Not that they can't hit James Paxton. Paxton has faced them once this year, got 27 points against them. He's been a little better late. 27 points, well, that was the last start against Tampa Bay. Then he had a couple of rocky starts against the Mets and Toronto, but prior to that, 22-5-22. He's been very, it's, it's all or nothing with James. He either gets you like 22-plus points or he gets shellacked. That's the James Paxton you're getting. And against Tampa Bay in this outing, it's very, very intriguing. As Tampa Bay strikes out 22.5% of the time, First left-handed pitching, Paxton 29% K rate, 40% ground ball rate. And Tampa Bay has the lowest team total on the slate at 3.9. Lefty's 295, righty's 300. And Tampa, 314 Woba, 153 ice overs. Left-handed pitching, barely average at best. So Paxton at 93 very much has my attention. If we're ranking the pitchers on this early slate, or the, the, this early look up top, I got Paxton 1. Kershaw 2, Giolito 3, Hendricks 4. But Hendricks can be the best GPP play of them all if you want to roll those dice. So it's very, very much dependent on how you feel about that one. And then as more information comes out throughout the day, that'll help as well. All right, in your 7 and 8K range here, you got a couple guys to take a look at. Miles Mikolas, wind blowing in, in uh, St. Louis. Mikolas has been great at home. He's $8,000 against Pittsburgh. At home, he's averaging 18.3 points, 2.5 ERA, compared to 7.4 on the road. He's faced Pittsburgh twice this year, averaging almost 14 DK points per appearance. His last few home starts, 12 against the Angels, 22 against Miami, 15 against Chicago, 24 against Atlanta, 23 against Pittsburgh. His road starts are disgusting. He's he's really weird on the road. But at home, he's been very, very good. Now, Pittsburgh doesn't strike out a lot. That, that, that usually sucks, 18.5% K rate. But Meekless only has an 18% K rate, 49% ground ball rate, which is ideal. And Pittsburgh has the second lowest team total at four. Lefty's 369, righty's 302. Pittsburgh does have a 347 Woban, a 190 ISO versus righty's, which is outstanding. But uh, Mikulis at 8,000, very much on my radar today. Right below him, though, I like quite a bit. I wonder how chalky he's going to be, though, is Adam Plutko at 7,800 bucks, getting the call to face the Detroit Tigers. He's faced the Tigers once this year, six innings, two earned, six Ks for 22 DraftKings points. He's a very much up-and-down guy, but he doesn't go deep into games. When he was going deep into the games earlier in the season, if he went five or more innings, he got you 22-20, a bad game against Tampa, and then 21. So if he gives you at least five-plus innings, he's been doing very, very well. That's a big if. You never know. But Detroit does strike out almost 25% of the time versus righties. That's tremendous. Plutko gives up a lot of fly balls, decent amount of hard contact, so that's not ideal either. The Tigers have a 4.5 team total. Lefties 293, righties 348 versus Plutko. That's pretty nice. And the Tigers are 294 Woba and a 146 ISO versus righty. So, not good there. I think Plutko at 78 is a really good play. I got him one, Mikulis two in this mid-tier range. Now, if you're going to punt, as you'd expect in punt land, it gets ugly. Rick Porcello is 6300 bucks against the Toronto Blue Jays. Porcello's faced the Jays twice this year, averaging nine points per start. This is a price point play at 6300 bucks. 
His last few starts at Detroit, 8.8. Home against the Yankees, minus 15. At Toronto, 0.3. So that tells you the first start against Toronto was very, very good. At Minnesota, 32.8, 20, 8.1, 4.5, 13. At Toronto, six innings, one earned four Ks for 17. It's very up and down with Parcello. It's been really ugly of late. So if you don't want to go there, I totally get it. With Toronto, you have a big strikeout upside. Uh, they strike out over 24% of the time. Parcello is a minus 185 home favorite in this matchup against um, Toronto. Toronto is a 4.8 team total. Lefties 344, righties 314. They have a 310 Woba versus righties. Not great, but a 194 ISO is pretty darn good. So very risky. But but there is upside there with Porcello if the good Porcello shows up. At that same vein, Joe Musgrove at 5800 bucks might be quote-unquote a little safer. Nothing safe in baseball, but a little safer than Porcello. Porcello has the higher ceiling. Musgrove might have the better upside. He's got 14 points in, in his last two starts. And then he has 14, 14, 22, 30 in his last four starts. He's been very, very effective for the Pirates. Of ways. He's starting to figure it out. Lefties can get to, to Musgrove. We know that quite a bit. But St. Louis is striking on almost 23% of the time now. That's big. Musgrove, 20% K rate, 44% ground ball rate. Really starting to look a little bit more like the Musgrove of old. St. Louis, a 4.5 team total. Lefties, 310. Righties, 310. And you look at St. Louis, a 297 Woba and a 132 ISO is very, very bad. So Musgrove is definitely on my list at 5800 bucks. Big time punt for me today, especially with the, with the way the Cardinals are playing of late. And the last guy, if you just want to go full YOLO, it worked with uh, Matt Harvey the other day. I liked Harvey's matchup better than this. But Daniel Norris at only 4200 bucks against the Detroit Tigers, or against the Cleveland Indians, is very interesting. He's faced Cleveland once this year, seven innings, six earned, eight Ks for 15 points. He was rolling. He gave up those runs late. And that was three starts ago. His last start, minus four against Chicago. Washington got you 9.7. In reality, 10 points isn't bad for 4200 bucks. You take that from a, a hitter. Um, at Cleveland, 15. At Pittsburgh, 14.5. 14 against Kansas City. 12 against Tampa Bay. 6. 14. 16. He's shown upside at 4200 bucks. If he gets you 15-plus points, you're happy. Super punt. Very, very risky. But you got a Cleveland team that uh, strikes out almost 21% of the time versus lefties. Norris has a 44% ground ball rate going for him. Cleveland does have a 5.5 team total. Lefties, 354. Righties, 348. So it's risky, but there is definite upside at $4,200. And so down below, I got Musgrove 1, Norris 2, Porcello 3. Recapping your pitching on this lovely 10-game slate. Up top, Paxton, Kershaw, Zilito, Hendricks. In the middle, Plutko, Mikolas. Down below, Musgrove, Porcello, Norris. If I had to really narrow it down, I'd have Musgrove as my punt, Plutko as my middleman, and then Paxton, Kershaw up top would be where I'd be. Planting my flag at this point in time on a Monday morning. Let's get to the bats on this 10-game slate. You started off, you got the switch hit, and you got Monty Grandal versus Max Freed at 45, or Gary Sanchez versus Blake Snell at 44. Snell, he's either dominates the Yankees or gets absolutely destroyed by them. So pick your poison there. But I think a good one is Stephen Voigt. If he gets to start in Game 2 against Chichi Gonzalez at 4,200 in Coors Field, Voigt's a very good play in that matchup. If not, Buster Posey's 4K. So both Giants catchers are very reasonably priced in those situations. If you want to fade Kershaw, JT Real Muto's 3800 bucks. Swinging a good stick. Got you 19 more points last yesterday. 19-3, 15, 
12 of late, 7, 10. He's really starting to swing a good stick there for the fight and fills at 3,800 bucks. You got Danny Jansen, who went into the All Star break smoking hot. He's 37 versus Porcello. Uh, Brian McCannon, only 36 versus Adrian Hauser, is another really good one there. So, some definite options higher up. If you're looking for some value, uh, if, if uh, Tony Walters gets to start for Colorado, he's 3,300 bucks versus Derek Rodriguez. That's good value in that matchup. Other than that, you know, Ron, Robinson Trinos. 31's okay, not in love with it. Uh, it'll be it'll come down to uh, lineups when those come. Like John Hicks versus Plutko at 28, I can get behind. If you need a punt, uh, Mike Zunino, 27 versus Paxson, it's home run or bust. So he's definitely not cash game viable, but GPP Zunino fits that mold because he does match lefties. Uh, Brian Wilson, he starts for Detroit, he's only 24. Sandy Leone's only 22 if he gets to start. So there are punts down there. They're just not sexy. Like 3500 above, you got some legit options. All the way down below, not so sexy. First base, Josh Bell versus Mikolas. Lefties can just crush Mikolas. If you think if you think the home Mikolas, a bad home Mikolas shows up today, Josh Bell's in play. But I'd rather go to Freddie Freeman at 52 against Adrian Hauser. The Atlanta Braves have a 5.22 team total. Lefties 307, righties 270. Hauser's been a lot of smoke and mirrors. We broke him down on the last bench with Bubba episode 187 with bat flip crazy. And uh, there's there's some regression coming Hauser's way. Freddie Freeman might help that at 52 in a very hitter-friendly Milwaukee ballpark. Sliding on down to like Daniel Murphy at only 49 versus Derek Rodriguez is a great play. That is an outstanding play. Murphy's been on fire. Been using him a lot lately. Averaging 10.5 over his last 10. Just over the weekend against Cincinnati since coming out of the break. 13, 29, 24. He has two homers and three doubles over that stretch. Really, really hitting the ball well. Uh, multi-hit games in two of those three. So 4,900 for Murphy at, 40, at uh, against Derek Rodriguez. I mentioned it to people on Twitter the other day. He's finally getting healthy. People didn't want to believe me, but he's been hurt for quite a while. I think we have a big second half coming from Daniel Murphy. And those season-long players, remember him come draft season next year. You might get a value on Mr. Murphy at 4,900. Pablo Sandoval and Coors at 48 is not bad either. In a GPP, neither is Brandon Belt at 44. That's a great price tag. Belt went deep on Sunday. Uh, 21-2-13 and 13 over the weekend in Milwaukee. He's been leading off a lot. If he's leading off for Chichi Rodriguez at only $4,400, that is a great play for Brandon Belt. Jose Abreu, 4,300 versus Jacob Junis. I can definitely get behind that. The White Sox, 4.5 team total. Lefties, 349. Righties, 346 versus Junis. Abreu, a nice GPP play at 43. Yanni Diaz is GPP viable, but Jock Jams. Jock Peterson, first base, outfield eligible at 4200 bucks versus Zach Eflin is outstanding. Eflin has just been in a massive funk of late. Uh, you got a Dodgers team with a 5.15 team total. Lefties are at 370. Righties, 270 off Eflin. You're in, uh, you're in Citizen Bank Park there in Philadelphia where the ball flies. Jock Jams at 42 is a great price tag. We've been seeing him a lot more expensive in matchups like this. So Jock Jams at 42 is sneaky, sneaky nice in this matchup versus Zach Eflin. A few more to go over here. Uh, Yuli Gurriel's been crushing these 42. You could go back to that if you choose. But like Jesus Aguilar, I mentioned him on Saturday as a value against the lefty Bumgarner. He put up a 12 spot. I don't mind him again in this matchup versus the lefty Max Freed. When you look at Milwaukee, a 5.3 team total. Right, he's written 319 off Freed. He's been struggling of late. Aguilar at 41 is another good GPP low-owned play in that matchup. Anthony Rizzo at 4K versus Castillo. If you want to play the weather card there, you're going to get a super low-owned Cubs team because Castillo's legit. 
But if you want to play that game where the ball flies in that ballpark, uh, Rizzo could be a nice GPP play at 4K. Justin Smoke at 39 versus Porcello. Very good upside there as Porcello's been an absolute dog poop of late. But so, so has Smoke. So something's got to give, right? couple more to talk about before we move on as first base is loaded. Uh, you can look at an Albert Pujols if you so choose a Jake Bowers at 35. But it looks like Joey Votto at 34 would be one of the last ones I look at down here if you're punting. Otherwise, I'd stay up, uh, you know, where jock jams and above is where I'd be staying at first base today. Second base, you got Lourdes Gurriel Jr. at 53. Lourdes Gurriel Jr., great play there. Ozzy Albies really solid look at 48 versus Hauser. Uh, Albies put up a zero yesterday with 15 the day before in San Diego. So something to look at there. The Albies at 48, good price point there. Eric Sogard went deep yesterday, I believe. Yep, 16 points. Been leading off for, for uh, Toronto. Toronto has a 4.8 team total. Again, lefty's at 344 off Porcello. So you can go to Toronto at 47, with Sogard at 47 if you choose. Max Muncy at 46. First base, second base eligible against Eflin is very much in play. Keston here at 46, not bad versus Freed as he's been playing well. Guys like Kevin Biggio at 45, super low on GPP type play. Lots of fly balls. Eventually it's all going to click for uh, for Biggio in that situation. But it's, you know, they, they keep doing this. Jackies keeps doing it. But Ryan McMahon, 4200 bucks, Big game yesterday, 26 points. He loves his Sundays, but he had six the day before, a goose egg on Friday. But 4200 bucks in Coors for Derek Rodriguez is a great spot for Ryan McMahon. Good price point, good savings in that matchup. Adam Frazier at 4K versus Mikolas. If you're fading Mikolas, there's just other ways to go tonight. Like Jose Altuve at 38. If you're just looking for savings, he's averaged over 12 in his last 10. 30, 24, and 14 in his last three. And he's still 3800 bucks. DraftKings is just drunk at the wheel when it comes to Jose Altuve. It's absolutely insane how they keep mispricing this man. He's too good. And at 38, he's basically a lock and load unless you want to go somewhere else. But the savings you get, the upside you get, Griffin Canyon's been good. Don't get me wrong. It's not the same hitting environment as, as Arlington was over the weekend. But my goodness, it's like, it's just criminal. Absolutely criminal for a guy of his caliber, the way he's hitting at 3800 bucks. I just don't get it. Don't get it at all. And he won't do it every day. He'll put up a goose egg here soon. But overall, you play that price tag day in and day out, it'll pay off in spades. Or diamonds, I should say. Diamonds. Uh, a few more to go with here after him. We got Kipnis at 35 is okay. Um, other than that, I just I I wouldn't go past uh, you know they'll be like Joe Panic's only 3300 in Coors. Yet Castro Detroit's been playing well at 33. There are some down here when you see lineups come out, but I don't think you need to go past Altuve unless you need some serious serious savings. Third base, you got Rafael Devers at 58 or 55 is a great play, of course. But so is Arenado at 52 versus D Rod. I could definitely see that one being a good one. Don't mind Josh Donaldson if you're stacking Atlanta. Not a one-off, but a stack. Same with Juan Moncada at 49 if you're stacking like Moncada, Abreu, maybe one other piece, Eloy or something. I can get behind that against Junis, but probably not a one-off. Mentioned Pablo Sandoval already. You got him in play. Bregman's only 4,400 versus Canning. He came back over the weekend, put up 10 and 19 in his two games uh, over the weekend when he left Thursday with an injury. So he's swinging it just fine in that matchup. We got Justin Turner in a Dodger stack at 43. I can get behind that. Like I mentioned, Yuli Gurriel already. Switch hitting Jose Ramirez, only 41 versus Daniel Norris is a great price point. That has some serious savings in that matchup. And then Heimer Candelario at 38, like that a lot versus Plutko. Candelario put up 16 last night, really starting to swing it well. Again, since his recall for the minors. Colin Moran at only 37, lefties versus Nicholas. 
get that one on. Hunter Dozier at 36 in GPP if you want to be contrarian uh, against Giolito. Again, him versus righties is very good. Uh, and then you get the White Sox bullpen after Giolito, so you can go there if you want. Not a must play, but an option nonetheless. Storage stop, you got Story at 55. Bogarts went deep again yesterday at 53. Dansby Swanson's okay, but like Francisco Lindor switch hitting versus Norris at 49. He hits lefties very, very well. That's not bad. Bregman at 44. I uh, got Freddie Galvis at 43 in a GPP. I can get behind that as well. Corey Seager's back. He's 4200 bucks versus Eflin. So lefty against Eflin. And, and Seager's three games since his return from the IL. 0-0-0. Zero, zero, zero. So keep that in mind. But uh, facing Eflin could help cure those ills if you're stacking it up with the Doyers. Javi Baez at 41. GPP relevant for sure. As he's that damn good. Uh, Didi Gregorius loves hitting lefties. He's 37 versus Snell. But Brandon Crawford and Coors are only 37. Stupid cheap. Uh, that's really, really cheap. Donovan Solano for the Gigante second base shortstop at 36 in Coors. Very, very cheap as well. So keep an eye on those two and see if they crack the lineup. Outfield, you got Yellick Blackman at 55 is a great play. That is very, very nice. You got Lourdes Gurriel. Trout's day-to-day, so keep an eye on that. But like Belly Bombs at only 51 versus Eflin's very solid also. You got Acuna Jr. with the David Dahl at 49 in Coors is outstanding. That is a great price point because... D-Rod has been really, really bad this year. Really, really bad this year. So keep that in mind. Sliding on down, though. Like Jordan Alvarez at 48 is a very sneaky good play. J.D. Martinez went deep last night. Keep an eye on that. Uh, you got Austin Slater at 47 in Coors. It's, it's pricey, but interesting to say the least. Uh, George Springer, Gavin Biggio again at 45. Talked about him. Kevin Piar in Coors, only 45. I can definitely get behind that play. Um, Ian Desmond at 44. Aaron Hicks hits lefties great if you want to be contrarian and fade Snell. He's 4,300. Interesting fade, but he's there. Chris Bryant's only 4,200. But then Jock Jams, yet again, 4,200 bucks. That stands out like a sore thumb. Ryan Braun loves his lefties. Had a decent weekend against the Giants uh, when he faced 18, 14, and 5. He's 4,200 bucks against Freed tonight. That's an interesting GPP play for sure. Few others, Alex Verdugo at only 41 versus Eflin. The Dodgers, I'm starting to like these guys a little more and more the more I look at them here. Because Eflin's just been so bad. In that ballpark, Dodgers mash right-handed pitching. Lefties have been mashing Eflin. It's like the perfect storm in that situation. Uh, Nick Markakis at 41 is okay. Brian Reynolds at 41, not bad either. If you're fading James Paxson, Avisil Garcia is a good play at 4,000 because he loves mashing lefties. Dropping into 4K, Eloy Jimenez at Ju- against Junis at 4,000. Very, very solid as well. Michael Brantley, only 4K versus Canning's got some appeal to me too. Jorge Soler in a GPP. Had a big game on Sunday. You can go back to that well. Uh, Jackie Bradley at 38. Jason Hayward at 38. GPP only for those boys. Uh, Lorenzo Cain's been struggling a ton. He's 3,800 versus Freed. He put up a 15 spot yesterday and 11 the day before, so maybe... He needed that all-star break. He's going to wake up, so get the cheap price tag while you can with low Kane at 3800 Other than that, you can check, like, Justin Upton's only 3700 That's nice and cheap. Kyle Schwarber, 36 versus Castillo in a GPP. You can go that route. Uh, Jose Martinez of the cards at 36 versus uh, Musgrove. GPP-type stuff there. But yeah, other than that, check your lineup, see what pops up for you. Recapping your pitching real quick on this slate. Up top, Paxton. Kershaw, Gilito, Hendricks. In the middle, Plutko, Mikolas. Down below, Musgrove, Norris, Porcello. 
So some really good stuff there. Again, if I'm just narrowing it down, it's, it's uh, Paxton, Kershaw, Plutko, and Musgrove for me. But mix and match as you see fit. When you're stacking it up, Colorado versus Derek Rodriguez is outstanding. But don't sleep on the Giants versus Chi-Chi Rodriguez as uh, they're way too cheap in this matchup. Way too cheap. In a game two, but double dip. So see what the lineups are. But, but Coors is obviously going to pop off tonight. And that's a good one to target. A few other stackable spots here. Boston's very intriguing. But Cleveland versus Daniel Norris. I think Milwaukee versus Max Freed is sneaky good. And so is Atlanta versus Houser. That whole Milwaukee-Atlanta game, very, very sneaky. If you want to fade Coors. And then the Dodgers versus Eflin. I'm really, they're, they're too cheap. They're too cheap. That's the bottom line there. Way too cheap in that matchup. Other than that, you can mix and match. There will be all. Like the White Sox versus Junis has a little bit of appeal. The uh, That Cubs-Cincinnati game could be interesting. The Astros versus Griffin Canning could be interesting as well. But right now, it's Coors Field. It's, it's Atlanta-Milwaukee. It's the Dodgers. Those are the five I'm focusing on right now. We'll see ownership as they come out. It's always released in the Quantage member Discord. And we'll go from there. BVP on this 10-game slate. Before we wrap it up, uh, you got JT Remuta, 4 for 13 with a homer off Kershaw. Bruce has taken him deep three times. Max Muncy, 3 for 5 with two homers off of Eflin. Seager's taken him deep. Bellinger and Chris Taylor have taken Zach Eflin deep. Gary Sanchez, 5 for 17 with a double and four home runs off Blake Snell. I told you they mash Blake Snell when they're getting it going. LeMahieu, 5 for 11. Torres, Gardner, Hicks have all taken Snell deep. Carlos Santana, 4 for 14 with a double and a homer off Daniel Norris. Jose Ramirez, 5 for 16, two doubles. Rafael Devers has taken Thornton deep. Justin Smoke, 12 for 43, three doubles and five home runs off Porcello. Wilson Contreras, 4 for 8, three doubles off Castillo. Schwarber, 3 for 11, double and two homers. Descalso's even 4 for 12 with a double and two homers. Interesting numbers there. Joey Votto, 10 for 24, two doubles, three homers off Kyle Hendricks. Nothing much, nothing much. Yoan Moncada, 7 for 14, two doubles versus Jacob Junis. That's interesting. That's pretty big. Adam Frazier, 8 for 21, four doubles, two triples off of Miles Mikolas. Talked about him for a second. And that's about it. That'll do it. Again, thequantedge.com. Get the rest of the MLB season when you purchase... The NFL season package for $149.99 with promo code Bubba. So go check that out. If you've ever read and review on iTunes, I'd much appreciate it. And a great weekend over at These Sports DJs. Lots of great content. More coming for you this weekend. Got a new bench with Bubba recording tonight. Got the uh, Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast recording for the British Open tonight. Much more this week. So go check it all out over there at the thesportsdjs.com. Hope everybody has a great Monday. I'll be back with you tomorrow. But this was MLB DFS Cookets, your Monday, July 15th edition. I'm out.